Yo, what's good? I'm Jariah, and you are tuned into the Highlight Reel. This is a community where conversations are candid, you can be yourself and have fun, but you can learn something too. So sit back and relax, and let's get into it. what's going on welcome back to another episode of the highlight reel um i have a special guest today i'm very excited i want to go ahead and let my guest introduce herself so tell the people who you are hi i'm shatara shatara sparks okay i'm happy to be on the highlight reel (laughs) all right shatara so basically today i wanted to i'm very excited to have you on today because you are a creative that i kind of am on the lookout for i look out for you as far as what you do with your blog because you have a blog called Perihelion. I'm saying it right, right? No, it's Perihelion. Perihelion. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so tell but people. It's okay because I mean that's not a word people really. Okay, so tell yeah. what does that mean? What does Perihelion mean? Or you, you know the definition, right? Yeah. Okay. Perihelion is a planet, a star, or a comet when it's at the point of its orbital rotation. Yeah. When it's at that closest point to the sun. Okay. For example, Earth reaches its perihelion on. January 4th every year. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Okay. So now that we know the definition of perihelion, like what is it and what does it mean to you? What does perihelion mean to you? Um, Perihelion to me, uh, see, this is why I don't do this. This is why I do the interviewing because I'm not good at always formulating things no, you're from good. words. This is why I write because I can't talk, but it's okay. We would talk. Trust me, we're going to talk about all of that. Okay. So, perihelion to me is honestly just when you're at your best, like really when you feel like you are closest to that. I don't want to, I don't know how deep you want to get on here, mm. but no, it's go like, ahead. We, don't, we can get into it. I mean, I feel like at everybody's point in their life, they really just start to question themselves. Okay. And question everything. Right. And so, it's like when you go through that questioning phase, I feel like when that phase is over, you feel enlightened. You feel like you found the source. Mm-hmm. You feel like you found your own sense of God or whatever you, whatever gives you meaning to life. When I feel, I feel like when you're at that point when you feel like, okay, everything I'm doing, I'm getting closer to the meaning of my life, my mm. personal destiny. Mm, and I okay. feel like that point is like, is so, there's no other way to describe it than like the sun, when you feel like you're at the sun. Okay. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's deep. That's deep I for mean, sure. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I feel like when a person is at their perihelion, it's like that's how I want them to feel when they read my blog, when they engage with anything I do. Okay. Or when they just feel like they're taking what I'm saying and they're applying it to their own life, and it's making them feel like they're at their perihelion. Okay. So or do you... when I feel like there's like creatives that I look to, and I'm like, oh, I feel like they're doing everything that they want to do. Like mm-hmm. I feel like they're reaching their perihelion. Like that's why I reach out to in interview people. Mm-hmm. Trust me, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about it. All right, so basically, with you saying that, you, you know, you're closest to what your purpose is and what your calling is as far as your perihelion, right? Yeah. Is that why you created perihelion? You kind of feel like perihelion, your blog, is that for you? Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hmm, I wouldn't say that necessarily. Okay. I feel like, yeah, I just feel like I like to write. Mm-hmm. And I love fashion. Mm-hmm. And I'm a college student. Mm. And I'm trying to build my portfolio as much as I can. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, I felt like it just wasn't, I was never thinking like, oh, I should just start this blog and make it perihelion because I found mine. Like, ah, I feel like I've had some sort of aha moment. Right. But it's like, no, I just take pieces of my life because I don't think it's, I don't think it's realistic for everybody to be at their perihelion mm. at just for a long period of time. It's like spurts. You see how the earth only reaches it, you know, mm. once a year. And it's like, I feel like all those times that I feel like I was at my perihelion, I was into fashion, I was into writing. So I just thought, let me just combine those things and I don't know. Okay, so, because I remember, so I, you know, I read through your interviews and I read through your about page. So you've been interested in fashion and writing for a long time, but what kind of, showed you that what will let you know that you were really passionate about those things what showed you that i want to take writing series or i want to take fashion series because i think i would since i know you from kent i would always think of i think you knew this i would always think of you as a fashion major and then we would <laughs> whenever i would ask you what your major was you would say 
I'm an English major. <laughs> Whoa. I would, it was just crazy because that was not what I would think yeah. of. I always thought fashion. So how did you know yeah. that either or both were your fashions? Well, of course, well, not I me. Mean, everybody wouldn't know that. But mm. I mean, I started at Kent because Kent's fashion school. Yeah. I was fashion merchandising major. And as I was going through that major, I felt like something was missing in my life. I was like, uh, I love fashion. I've always, because everybody just always, I don't know, associated me with fashion. It's like, mm -hmm. Just growing up, I don't even mean like, I don't know, since I met you, but mm. just like growing up, I feel like I've always picked out my own clothes. My dad was always into clothes. My dad has like the biggest shoe collection ever. And I feel like I've just fashion's always been around me and it's always been what I was associated with. So yeah. when I went to college, I was like, <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll go for fashion. Like, yeah. but it's like, I never really thought of like, I don't know, I never really thought. I would be a writer though. It wasn't until I got away from writing because I wasn't taking English courses and things that I've been taking, you know, my whole life because, mm -hmm. you know, all of that is all mixed together. So when I got into the fashion merchandising program, I was like, I missed something. Mm, what am okay. I missing? Right. And I just missed writing. And I was like, hmm, could I have a career in fashion if I'm just writing? Or could I have a career in fashion if I'm just really focused on English and yeah. how much I love that? Right. And I was like, well, I mean, of course, I feel like society tries to tell you you have to be one thing or other. Right. So it's like, I was like, no, I mean, I'm going to incorporate it somehow. Exactly. And that so, was how I did it. So Because when I saw that you studied Pan-African studies, right? Yeah. Pan-African studies and fashion journalism, I was like, okay, yeah. you're basically studying black things, but you're also studying fashion, which you love, and you're doing both with writing. So I thought mm -hmm. that that was really dope. And I actually wanted to tell you that. I actually really enjoy your writing. As I was reading, it's a Thanks. very, it's a, it's a smooth read, and then I also find myself laughing a good amount because sometimes. That's good. Does it sound like me? Since you know me. Yeah, because like you'll, it'll, you'll have these little smart or it's like smart aleck type things or just funny things and clever things to say within your writing, and it, Thanks. it makes me laugh and it makes me, that makes me want to read it. Yeah, I feel like. I feel like in order to get into fashion journalism, you really have to know more about writing than you have to know about fashion. Because anybody can know oh, about right. fashion and you try and write, and yeah. it's like, it's just not. Exactly. So I feel like yeah. English was really essential for me. Because sometimes people are like, English major, like, why? Like, mm. But it's like, it just, I feel like English is a foundation for life, like, yeah. literally. You learn all your best lessons, I feel like, in English class. And everybody yeah. loves their English teachers, like. English really like connects you to the world. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was going to say I, it's very kind of interesting as I read what you write because when I, like I said, when I think of you, I think of fashion. But when mm -hmm. I read your words, I see that you are very passionate about this as well. And I see that you like to do this because as I'm reading it, I'm getting very entertained. Even though you're, you're interviewing other people as I read. So good. Yeah, as I read what you're saying, <laughs> it, it cracks me up because I was reading through some of your stuff last night and I was like, wow. I am enjoying these. I already told you I liked your article about the about thrifting. Because mm. I actually plan to use mm. the stuff that you were saying in there. But when I was reading your article about eight, eight his and her pairs oh, for yeah. shoes. Did you want to pick any of those up? It wasn't. It was just like as I was reading through it, a lot of that stuff was actually cracking me up. Because <laughs> like you would say, you could pair this with this for a nice summer day or if you want to go do... It's just the way you were describing certain things. And also your descriptions, the words that you use in your descriptions. I was like, wow, this sounds like an author or somebody that, you know, if I'm Thank reading a book. You. But then there are also those those small little moments where you have... It feels like a conversation. And I enjoy That's that. Good. Yeah, so when I read That's it... That's good. Yeah, so I think it's interesting that, like I was saying, when I read your stuff, knowing, like now that I... Because I know you, I think of you as fashion, but to see your writing and to see them come together like that... I think that's a very fulfilling thing for you, of course, and it's yes. a beautiful thing for me to witness because yes. I'm like, okay, I see both things. And just how you were saying you want to use fashion and your writing because you love both, mm -hmm. I see how you're bringing both to the to the, to the the forefront. That's good, yeah, because yeah, I feel like when I first started Parahelion, it was honestly, I was reaching out to people, DMing them like, mm -hmm. about the interviews before I even had the site up. Mm. So, like, everybody that I interviewed, like, the first, like, five six interviews those were all people that i didn't even know what i was about to do with their interview like i was just like i'm trying to do this thing for my resume can i interview yeah. you and, but and you were they taking were, initiative because it's yeah. like all right now that i've reached out to these people yeah that really up. i was like oh my god like yeah. once i did it i was like oh my god i don't have a site on or anything like i need to yeah. i need to do something 
And I just didn't map out how much time I would really need, need for yeah. that. Because once I started writing, I was like, oh, I got to make this like good because mm-hmm. I love it. And right. it's like, I would just get so lost in it. It mm-hmm. didn't feel like something that I was that I had to do because I know like I can quit. I can stop whenever I'm course. Like nobody's over it but me. That's the beautiful part about it. Like That's how it is with this. Yeah. So right. it's like once I had put myself in two, I was like, oh, my God, like I get lost writing an article. Like I said, Okay, let me just write this little article. It'll be like an hour, whatever. Yeah. I could do it in an hour, but then I find myself doing it for like three, four hours, just trying to put, yep. you know, trying to make it as just structured as I can because it's yeah. like the internet, anybody can see right. anything you do. And I don't really do a lot of, I'm not very social or talkative, so I'm like, mm-hmm. my blog is just, that's the closest way you're going to get to me, is uh-huh. through my blog. And, and that was one of the reasons why I felt this was important that we had this episode because I remember. As even as we were setting this up, you're like, you wanna you wanna talk to me? Like I don't talk. <laughs> okay, now when we start talking about your blog, I know you're gonna talk because you care about that and you're passionate yeah. about it. And just as you were saying, you were reaching out to people before you even started your stuff. I remember I had people in mind that I want before I even started my podcast, mm-hmm. I had already told you I wanted to I wanted you to be a guest. Yeah. So I think having that initiative for something that you're passionate about and then you start, it's like, all right. I have to hold yeah. myself accountable because I actually care about this. This is something right. that if if I want it to be good, I have to put the work in. Yeah. So I relate to you in that way. And it's, it's, but once um, you told me, didn't it feel like totally different? What do you mean? Like it felt like, okay, this was an idea, but I just shared it with somebody. Like it's like mm. that has to grow. Like, right. Because I feel like people can only take you as serious as you take yourself. Exactly. And if you would have yeah. never hit me back, I would have been like, Jordan, not serious. I don't care. Oh, no. Like, exactly. That's serious. what I'm saying. Like, you'll start to see how serious I am. And then even I'll start to see how yeah, serious I am myself. Yeah, but I don't even know how serious you are based mm-hmm. on what you do after. Okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Because it's like, I feel like if I were to if I were to DM all these people and be like, yeah, I need to interview you. And then, I, then they never see anything happen with it. Mm-hmm. They're like bro what like yeah like you were just playing like you were just playing i mm-hmm. can't have people take me not like not take me serious because exactly. i respect myself so right i demand respect when yeah I like there are people i've people. even been reaching out to and i say i would love to have you as a guest on the podcast and i think just as you continue to build on your consistency they'll say oh he's not playing when he says that right. he, he wants to do it because these other people that he's probably reached out to or that you've probably reached out to in the past you actually see the work that came right. out after it. So it's like, oh, if he says this, this is what he wants right. to do. So, yeah, I wanted to ask you some more questions about Perihelion, if you don't mind, if we get into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, see, um, I just got lost. No, nah, you're already. good. You're good. <laughs> so what was your intention behind your April 2022 spread? When I saw it, I was like, damn, you had a magazine? I was like, that is dope. I thought that was pretty cool. But, yeah, what was your intention no, behind that? No, just my blog. Mm-hmm. It was honestly just advertisement. Okay. Because it, it's very appealing. I saw it. <laughs> and you have the names of the people that you've interviewed. And I think because of the because of the cover of it, I flipped through it. And then when I'm on your website, it's funny how it said it's a um, zero minute read because you're not reading anything. But as you look through the pictures, I thought that it was kind of cool to look at because I'm thinking, okay, this is for her blog. So right. I'm guessing everything that y'all did, everything that we see, because I, I took a design class one thing one time, and one of the most profound things I ever learned was any product or anything that you see. Someone chose for it to look like that. Right? Exactly. So when I look at that, and I look at the front, I'm like, okay, so she obviously chose it for it to look like that. And then whatever pictures that we see, you chose for it to look like that. So yeah. what, did you have any kind of deeper intention behind it or anything? Because some of the poses that y'all do in the picture, in the pictures are just, just what we see and how we see it. Were you, what was your overall big picture, I guess? Honestly, <laughs> I feel like, People only look at things when they look a certain type of way. And it was honestly just a social experiment. Okay. See, I've already done a shoot for my blog before it came out. Right. And, I mean, I was posed a completely different way with my laptop. Yeah, and um, and I my, know him, by the way. I went to school with him. Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. Solomon, he's cool. I'm sorry. I got you. No, you good. You yeah, good. Solomon's cool. So mm-hmm. I did a whole different shoot. Right. And, Yeah. Mm. That got me enough exposure to get people that were actually passionate about what I do yeah. to look at my blog. But then people see me a whole different way. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, hmm. They have different now I'm just curious. It. Right, right, And right. so they go look at it anyway. Exactly. And then they see I'm a real writer. Like, yeah. That's, like, the point is literally just the, it, I'm clearly a good writer. But it's like. Talk that talk. You have to. I mean. <laughs> yes, I'm just saying. You can't get. You got to. You got to understand, like. You never know who somebody knows. Mm-hmm. People are sharing that like, oh my God, mm-hmm. sharing it, sharing it, sharing it. 
Yeah. Nobody was sharing the first thing that I that yeah. I dropped. When I actually announced it, nobody yeah. was sharing it. And then they see that, it's like, oh, wow, you're serious. Again, like we were just saying. Yeah, and then they, but, but it's like, okay, maybe only one in five people are actually going to go click on it. Mm-hmm. But that pool is a lot bigger mm-hmm. when you reach a larger audience. Exactly. Because honestly, everybody knows the Instagram algorithm is literally tailored for them for you to see asses and shit yeah like, yeah so yeah. i'm like okay everybody's going to see my ass and they're going to see my writing too so. right right like, <laughs> yes ma'am yeah so because when i saw it i don't i don't know who the other girl is but of course just looking at it right so shout out to she's you know, so talented oh my yeah. god she's incredible yeah so like, when i saw designer, it she's incredible when i saw your the spread for it i thought it was really cool because i'm thinking wow it's just Cause I'm seeing a lot of my friends around me and a lot of my peers they are basically going after things that they want and things that they're passionate about, they're making them happen. Mm-hmm. So when I see you, because you know, I'm thinking, that's a magazine. I'm like, where can I get this? I want to go right. get that because this is my friend. So I'm like, I would like to get it and show people, yo, I know this person. This is dope. And then just to see some of the other people that you interviewed at the top of it as well, it definitely made me want to flip through it. Then when you see his images, I was like, okay, this is different. But obviously, it worked because it got me to look through them. Right. So, were you? you were did saying. you even see my first my first shoot? Uh, no, I did. I did. Oh, okay. The one with yeah, the one with solo. Yeah, I saw yeah. that one. Yeah, because I know him as a photographer. Well, I know mm-hmm. some of his photography. And then seeing you, because when I see two people that I know separately, but then I see them work together or something, mm-hmm. it's like, whoa, how did that happen? And then just seeing the pictures of you with your computer, I think it's just really cool. Plus, I feel like you know how to pose. Like, I feel like you know your angles and stuff like that. <laughs> Even if it's something simple, I'm like, dang, I probably couldn't do that or make it look as, like, what was it? It was the one where you were you were kind of in, like, a crouched down position. You were in heels, and you you were like this or something like that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I was like, see, you, you know what you're doing. I feel like, again, design. He takes the picture, but you did the pose. Mm-hmm. So I think it was cool just seeing stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then... As I was reading through some of your interviews, I've been hearing a lot about like sunscreen or whatever, and it was just kind of funny how I think in your interview with Sierra, with Cece, mm-hmm. she mentioned sunscreen and stuff like that. Yeah. Like we gonna get into more of your interviews, but I've just some of the stuff I was reading made me laugh, as I was saying, and it was very <laughs> interesting. So, somewhat of a side combo. How did you get to be the chief marketing officer for Messiah Clothing? Um, because I know the CEO. Okay. Good friends. Okay. So, again, with like fashion. How did you, that's kind of you working towards your fashion, your passion for fashion in another avenue. So what has that experience right. been like? Yeah, no, that's honestly just luck, literally. Mm. I mean, the CEO reached out to me to literally just be a brand ambassador. Mm. And then we just became quick friends. And I mean, he was doing it all alone. like, yeah. And he was doing so much work all the time. Right. And I'm like, this is stuff you. that I can help you with. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> And yeah, so it's like because we're just so like because we're already good friends. I feel like you have to have a good friendship before you have any sort of mm-hmm. before you can even build business on top of it. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like I feel like that's why it works so well because it's like even though that's like a large title, I feel like I'm not even doing much. I'm literally just helping my friend. Like, yeah. and it's like I just feel so. Is it really is special when you can just have all these friends that are just doing so many great things that you can just put your hand in mm-hmm. if like okay i can't help you right. and it's like and then you could talk to them about it stuff like that people that say they don't talk <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay right. but i can only talk about things that i'm passionate about i know and that's why like that's why i'm very excited for some of the other questions i got coming up because i wrote a bunch of stuff down i want to make sure that you knew i, pre- I prepped for you because i'm taking you serious mm-hmm. you know so yeah um, i can tell yeah i'm like i did this impressive as I'm, a, not, I'm not playing as a person that that does, does this, this? <laughs> exactly and that's why i told you i was nervous because you do it so yeah. for me to do it i have to really do my homework yeah yeah but you did a good job like i think you're doing a good job yeah i appreciate that um another part that was very interesting that i read in your, in your about post on your blog is that you said you want to drive community forward with perihelion mm-hmm. so how do you plan to do like how how is this driving community forward for, um to you Honestly, I'm just giving people tips and just I feel like social media, everybody's on social media all day mm-hmm. anyway. And they're not always seeing something that's like I feel like a lot of people are always like, oh, I hate social media and then they're on it like all day. And it's Boy. like but it but it there's there's no line that there's so much 
just toxic shit on social media that yeah. you don't even have to see. Right. And I just feel like if you want to be on it anyway, and you know that it's already toxic, I might as well just sprinkle in something that I think is positive. Like I'm mm. not trying to do anything with it. I'm not trying to put anybody down. Right. But I feel like you can get on get on social media so quick and see somebody putting somebody down mm. or boasting about themselves as if they're better than everyone else. Right. And it's just like. I don't know. I feel like there's just so much negativity for no reason. Yeah. And the way I see, because from what I've seen for Perihelion, of course, is you highlighting your friends and just kind of putting the spotlight on them. People that you know, people that you're cool with, people yeah. that inspire you. And I think it's really cool. And that's why I'm like, you deserve that too. Even though you don't like to, <laughs> you, you deserve it too. But I yeah. appreciate it. But no it's problem. like, I feel like I already use my page in a way to where I'm always, I, I don't feel like I'm ever on Instagram putting myself down. I try to always make sure I'm only doing what I would want to see somebody else doing. Mm -hmm. So I make sure, if do I have to share this if it's negative? Like, do I have to? Right. Or could I just not post anything at all? Mm -hmm. Or could I just talk when I would want to talk? Right. Or talk when I have something positive to say? Really just being intentional about what I'm putting out to the world. Especially now because I feel like, I mean... I never really meant for my Instagram to reach lots of strangers. I feel mm -hmm. like you know me, I don't really talk that much. Mm -hmm. But it's like, until I actually have something to promote, like Perihelion, I never meant for my page to just reach a bunch of strangers. But mm -hmm. sometimes I'm just out and people are like, oh, I know you, I follow you on Instagram. And I'm like, mm -hmm. how? Like, yeah. I don't mean, I don't talk. Like, But it's just like, once I realized like I was getting an audience from people who just like clothes or they like mm -hmm. my pictures, and yep. I'm like, that's interesting that you can create a community that way. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so I just was like, hmm, let me just only focus on the things that really matter and the things that bring some sort of light towards me. Because I feel like nobody's going to say, nobody's going to even know that they follow you if you're just being negative all the time. They're right. probably trying to forget that they follow you. So mm -hmm. it's like, let me just be a positive impact on literal strangers. Like, Yeah, because... A lot of the time, the stuff that you post, I get interested in it either because of what you're saying or because of what I'm seeing. So, like your pictures, I'm like, some, or um, the outfit that you choose that you you know that you wear, I'm like, dang, I feel like I wish my sense of style was better. Or you know, it's just like things that I get from it because I think ever since I met you, I think I know that you'll put pieces together. Cause I'm not, I'm not like like I'm the biggest fashion person, but mm -hmm. I, when I see people that are into it and I see the time and attention that you put into what you wear mm -hmm. and to why you like okay for example you were talking about some and um the his and hers uh article about oh. shoes and everything yeah you talked about some green chunky shoes oh and then <laughs> i was so like cute. and i was like i wonder what that would look like and then a picture under it or um one of the pictures that came later in the article was someone wearing those shoes and I said, "Dang, those do look good." Yeah, and exactly, but you but when you first saw it, you're like, mm -hmm. "Yeah, I was thinking like, I don't I don't know how this would look." Then I saw someone wearing, I said, "Oh, wow. I think I might want some now." <laughs> like I was like, "I can see that. I can see that." So seeing your work and seeing the things that you do make me think about something or they inspire me to do something else yeah. as well. My dad always said I have a good career in marketing. Yeah, and like. that's why you're the CMO. So, see, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's see? what I'm saying. That stuff is is cool to hear these things from you because, again, these are passions of yours, and you're following them in one way or another, or you're following them right. all at once. I honestly feel like the way society illustrates to people is that you have to live life a certain way, and sometimes you have to sacrifice this for mm -hmm. this. And I just feel like, why? Just have abundance. Yeah. Just have mm -hmm. it where you can. And it's okay. like. I don't know, because people are always like, you just, you don't need to, like, my family don't see me, like, always stretching my time between, like, mm -hmm. my blog and school and just, and they'll be like, Shara, you know you can just relax, like, you can mm -hmm. just focus on one thing, and I'm like, but it's like, why? Why not just, I mean, I feel it. like, if you can figure out a way to make it work, why yeah. not make it work? And yeah. people are like, because it didn't work for these people, it didn't work for those people, it's like, like that has nothing, that to, do has nothing to do with me, like, boy, what? Nah, I get it, because I kind of feel like I'm at a point where, you know, we're not here long on Earth or whatever, so right. why not apply yourself? Because that's, right. that's something I've been thinking about. It's like, dude, if you apply yourself to whatever you're trying to do, you can get it done. Exactly. It's just consistency and the time it's going to take. Literally. So, 
I'm at a point where I kind of just thinking, just apply myself. And this is a way for me to do that. This is something that I love. No one asked me to do this. This is something I want to do, something that I love. Right. And I get to talk to my friends. I get to talk to people that inspire me, people that I like the work that they're doing and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm like, bro, this is for me. Like, yeah. why not continue to apply myself in that way? Yeah, and it's actually cool just to, like, like, because when you start something, it starts for one reason. Yeah. And then as time goes on and you see all the benefits, you're like, wow, I need it for that reason, too, and yeah. that reason, too. And it's like... I don't know, the other day I was just thinking about, like, my kids, like, finding my blog. And that just makes me so happy because it's like, they're like, damn, like, my mom yeah. had a blog. See, <laughs> and that's exactly what I'm thinking. I think about, even though I'm only 22, I feel like I think about my kids all the time. Yeah. And this is something that, this is almost a way to show them in the future. It's like, yo, I went for it. Like, exactly. at least try. At least try. I feel like I can Because all you can do is try. fail. And I feel like when we're young, like, it's not going to get easier to do these things that we want to yeah, do. boy. I'm learning that. So it's like, if you're going to go for it, you might as well do it. So let's get into some of your inspirations. Okay. So My what? Inspirations. Oh, okay. Inspirations. So who inspires you in fashion and or writing? Okay. Two separate lists. You can say um, one for either one or just one if you want. I mean, I could do two separate. I don't care. Okay. But for fashion, Carrie Bradshaw. Okay. Carrie Bradshaw's a fictional character. Okay. <laughs> um, it's actually Sarah Jessica Parker from um, Sex and the City. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Who else? Hmm. Definitely Rihanna. If, Rihanna. if Rihanna doesn't inspire somebody that's getting dressed in the 2010s, they're lying. <laughs> like, you're literally lying because Rihanna started something that you like. Right. Like, doesn't matter agree. how long ago. Mm -hmm. hmm. So, Rihanna, and you said. Rowan Blanchard. Rowan? Rowan Blanchard. Rowan Blanchard. Okay. Yeah. Who is that? Rowan Blanchard, have you ever watched the uh, Girl Meets World? The Boy Meets World? No, video? I haven't. That's the mm -hmm. only place you probably know Rowan Blanchard okay. from. But she has, um, she, like, in her, on her social media platform, she's always just posting cute pictures and outfits. Like, it's just random. Mm -hmm. I mean, she, I just literally have inspiration from her through Instagram, not in, like, a TV show or anything like that. Okay. But, I don't know. Yeah, you don't have to go, like, To be honest, I feel like, I feel like, in the age of social media, you just see much, see so much stuff on like strangers, like people you don't even know. You're mm -hmm. like, wow. Like, and it can, it can inspire you quickly, but it's like, you don't even know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah. and it's just, I don't know. It's hard to draw back the source. I get that. I so get that. So it's just a whole bunch of, and it's usually the people that like don't have a platform that are inspiring me. Right. To go back to some of these inspirations that you said. So. Oh, I'm sorry, the writing list. No, no, I feel like you, so you didn't say anyone from writing. Did no, you? I didn't. Okay. No, um, Tony Morrison. Tony Morrison. Okay, yeah. so basically. Alice Walker. So now I got two people that I'm going to point out specifically. Okay, so you said Rihanna points you. Rihanna inspires you in fashion. Mm -hmm. How? I definitely say just the risk taking. Okay. Okay. I can see that in you. I can see that in you for sure. Yeah. I mean, you can't really. I mean, he could point to specifics. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, literally, she was just like in the most sheer dress ever like yeah. super oh, pregnant yeah. and like all these people have something to say but that's like just recent rihanna like you can see in her face how confident she is what she has on she doesn't even care anymore like because right. that's just i like somebody that takes risk and doesn't see anything wrong with it like right. if i show up and somebody's like you're wearing that and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And like, i'm like um, i mean yeah like your, what's wrong with it like in your interview with cc i remember something that she said was if i have to look at my outfit and say does this look right? She said, I know I have an outfit. There. Right. I was like, Whoa. Exactly. That's, see, that's hard for me. I have a hard time making stuff match and stuff like that. And I have a, a homie of mine. He's like, bro, you got to get in a, just something simple as like color blocking. It yeah. doesn't match, but it works. So just something like that. So seeing whenever someone takes risks with their outfit, I'm like, dang, I got to get into that. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of hard because, you know, everybody want to look, they want, everybody want to be Mr. or Mrs. Put it on, but it's not, yeah, it's not always it's that just, easy. It's more so just to be comfortable. Yeah. Like, I could tell Rihanna is comfortable. Yeah. I feel like that's what really inspires me. Like, she's risk-taking to everybody else, but to her, you know, she's just comfortable. Exactly. All right. And then Toni Morrison, as far as writing. So yeah. how does she inspire you? I honestly just magical surrealism and, mm. like, everything that she writes. Okay. Have you ever been assigned to Toni Morrison book? Yes. Oh, You may have read Beloved bad. or Song of Solomon. Mm -mm. Actually, no. I feel really bad saying that. I read. 
the bluest eye. That's, oh, okay, is okay. That, I can't remember if that's Toni Morrison. Honestly, I didn't read that one. But oh, that is one of her big ones. Uh, that I'm sad that I haven't read it yet. Okay, that is. Mm, oh, that book is deep. That's yeah, deep but it, she like takes you on like a roller coaster of like emotions for sure. Yeah, for that sure. book is a very um, when you really it's 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 kind of gripping, but it's it's like when it gets into kind of a family dynamic and it's oh my goodness it's it's scary not scary but it's it's a very deep book just to mm-hmm. say in the simplest terms but that's how they all book. are yeah like literally yeah even her like lesser known works like jazz like it just has like she has so many just it's like but it all comes down to the root of like yeah what it means to be black and that's crazy that she's just taking on this crazy tunnel like and it's just, it makes you feel so magical about being black. Yeah. She makes you feel like, wow, like, I am an entity. Like, I should just... Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's so much power within me. Like, exactly. But she says it in, like, the... It's just her characters and her Elegant words. and eloquent ways. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I also wanted to make sure that within this talk that I ask you some of the questions that you ask others. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I feel like we had to do that. Feel like we had to do that. I don't even know what I ask people. Well, okay, so we're gonna get into it a little bit. All right, so let's me and you we've talked music before, so I just want to yeah. say, what are what's some music that you have in rotation right now? Oh, yeah, I do ask that. Yeah, so I think I remember one time we linked over. Can I you, look at my phone? Yeah, go ahead. I okay, one time we we linked over a Pharrell song or something. I was probably, like, wow, probably. I think when I realized you had. Uh, nice and different music taste. I said, oh, yeah, we go yeah. cool. Because we would do that when we were in um, FOF together at Kent, whenever we yeah, played music. If people compliment, like, my playlist or something like that, that's yeah. honestly the most, that's, like, the best compliment somebody can give me. Because, honestly, yeah, I'd be taking, like, a lot of pride in my music taste. Like, honestly, on my Instagram, I might post songs I'm listening to, like, mm-hmm. just randomly, like, but I'll do it every day. Like, I'll be the girl that I don't care. Like, if you're not going to listen to the song, I don't care. I just want to show you what I'm listening to. Nah, typically, if you good. post a song, tip, like, again, typically, if you post a song and I don't know it, I'm probably about to search it. Yeah. But a lot Donna of stuff. Sa- oh, I've been know. listening to a lot of Donna Summer, actually. You said um, Donna Summer? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I Feel Love, Last Dance, On the Radio, All Donna Summer. Oh, Spring Affair. Definitely okay. Spring Affair. Okay. Um, But Pharrell. Pharrell. I have been listening to some Pharrell. I've been listening to that girl a lot. And hmm. you heard the new Kendrick? I have. I only did two listens, mm. but I'm like I'm a, I'm the type of Kendrick Lamar fan where Kendrick Lamar says so much in like three minutes that you just <laughs> you gotta listen to it once yeah. and you gotta come back to it later because yeah. it'd be a, it'd be overwhelming for me as a writer like and as a person that's like literally because I'm gonna listen to the song the first time and I'm gonna listen to it with the lyrics up mm. and I'm gonna mm. listen to it like yeah. trying to see what's going on. Yeah, that's definitely like that. And trying to unpack album. it and it's right. like. You know, Kendrick song is a lot to unpack. Yeah, so. his album is a lot to unpack. I just wanted to see because you know, like, that's like that's my favorite artist. But I just wanted to see some of the people that you were, some people you were listening to because I feel like that's something that has kind of come across often in the interviews that I've seen you do. Yeah, because I love music, so I want to yeah. see what they're listening to. Because like I'm like, how is it inspiring you? I feel like music is inspiring everyone. Oh, of course, yeah. So it's like, if I'm already inspired by you, and like I'm inspired by how you move and mm-hmm. What you got going on? I want to know like what's actually going on behind you. Yeah, is there music that kind of helps you get like that? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think you've you've interviewed you've interviewed people that either make music or they're always listening to some music, of course. Mm-hmm. So again, great point. You want me to read some more? Nah, you're good. You're. Good. I just want to see some of the people you had in rotation because again, um, like I said, down some uh, super chick, um, Ali and AJ. Don't judge me. I have um, no idea. Who it is. <laughs> You do. Allie, Allie and AJ from Disney Channel. Oh, no. Nah. Um, this is not a test by Missy Elliott. Okay. Um, Get Up by Sierra. Okay. Um, Let's see, let's see. I feel like most of this stuff isn't new, which is yeah, always Yeah, Fake ID great. by Brittany. Kalo, that was from like 2014. It's like. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really. Hmm, when it comes to. Oh, Aretha Franklin definitely okay. goes to. See, like, it. I hear. I don't think eclecticity is a word necessarily, necessarily but. I hear the eclectic taste within your music taste. So, of course, I was like, I had to ask you that. But, okay, here's another question. How would you describe, well, you said you describe your style as risk-taking, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, how do you feel like you take risks? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm just doing something. I'm like, have I? Like, this looks a little bit, 
like I wouldn't see this on mannequins, so okay. should I even do uh, it? And it's and like that's when you know you got some. Okay. And I'm okay. like, mm. but then I'm like, if my outfit feels too simple and I have something to make it feel abnormal, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I remember, and then um, I'll just get comfortable with it. I remember I always thought the on. coolest thing, one of the coolest things I would see you do is how your piercings were like bobby pins and stuff. I used like to, that safety was, pins? Yeah, <laughs> safety pins and all. I was like, yo, that is actually dope. Because I think when I met you, that was, I think that was kind of your aesthetic somewhat. Yeah. So I thought it yeah, was Yeah, cool. I'm always changing aesthetics. Literally. And I think that's cool because for some people it's hard to do. So, yeah. Um, What else? All right. Let me see. Like, I wrote, I wrote this stuff down. Oh, yeah. So I saw a few people had moments in your interviews where they said, I can do this or this is right for me. So have you had that moment? Do you feel like you've already had that moment with Perihelion or or no? And if, if you have had that moment, what was that moment for you? Honestly, no, because I'm more of like a... I feel like I pick out those people because they have something that I don't have. And they have mm-hmm. like the ability to like mm-hmm. go out and title themselves something. Like title themselves as a singer or mm-hmm. title themselves as a model, a model or... Um, a canvas painter like their title like that's they're going around and saying that they like are and that's how i find them right and it's like i'm like okay i want to interview a painter let me look up some painters glimpse painters and then i actually can find people that's interesting to me because i've never been able to do that for myself Mm. i've never been able to label myself a like a writer or like and you feel like you can now no i still don't okay but it's like i just feel like that's what I'm saying. Like, those people are different from me. Because okay. when I think of, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? I just think about every day. Mm. Just going from day to day, honestly. Okay. What, as far as your writing, what would you say is your creative process for your writing? Or fashion. But what mm. would you say your creative process is like? Um, I don't know. Honestly, honestly, I'll probably be watching a movie or just, mm. like, watching a TV show. Or even watching like fashion show or anything. Or no, honestly, it's music. It starts with music and then it kind of all goes into it. Like if I'm watching a show and I like the outfit and there's a song playing in the background, chances are I like that song too. Mm-hmm. Or I'm trying to, or I want to figure out what it is, so I'll shazam it. So then I look up that song I that, yeah. and I look through that year of what was hot, and I'll just it's like a whole like just interweaving of things. See, it's, it's cool to see kind of. Like the researcher in you, because I'm, I'll probably look up where, like, what the fit might be, and probably the song. But for you to look up the year, what was hot, and stuff like that, that's why I think you know in fashion like that has always been interesting for me to know that about you, because I know you can see what some trends were and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I had no idea what was what. I just know, for example, you know, bell bottoms was a thing of the past, and then it just comes back around. You know, I just know small yeah. things, but for you to know something more intricate like that, or to even search it, is very eye-opening and very interesting yeah what would you say that you've learned about yourself since you started your blog um that if i don't have a routine i would probably die of anxiety okay (laughs) okay that's what i learned i just feel like i just feel like since i knew that i was that i was taking my classes online i needed to do something that would keep me robust I guess Mm. like something that would keep me active and I feel like with my blog it kind of just helped me stay on a routine and that that made me realize like that's just a pattern that I've had in my life like Mm. I need to be on routine that's Mm. what it made me realize and I realized if I'm not if I don't have a routine then I'll never get better in any sort of aspect Mm. so it's taught me how to get through a rough patch like if I'm feeling down I'm like the first thing I observe is have I been sticking to my routine and if I haven't then it's like I have to reevaluate how to get back on my routine okay i feel like i can see the routine trickle into some things because um like when i do whenever i talk with my guests or whatever sometimes i feel like there are certain questions maybe i should ask or if there's there's a few same questions i should ask every time Mm -hmm. i haven't done that but i've seen that you do that and i actually like that so i'm of course you know i'm gonna ask you those questions so (laughs) you know i got to okay first one where was it so basically, who and or what motivates you? Definitely my family. Okay. Um, 
and to be more specific, probably my little cousins, uh, my little cousin Kimaya, my little cousin Charlesia, my little cousin Kiani. They're okay. like the sweetest, but like they look up to me in like every aspect, mm-hmm. and I think that's so like interesting, like because I'm not a mom, I'm not anything, right? So it's like right. to, have so, to have a small person that's just like looking up to me right now. It's like dang, yeah. It's damn. like it's like I'm I have no choice but to do literally everything in my power to be at yes, my ma'am. full potential, because because I, mm-hmm. I feel like I want them to be like. I can reach my full potential because I feel like Shara did, mm-hmm. and I love her. And yeah. if I need help, she'll help me. Exactly. Because whenever I, like, again, as I was saying, as far as your routine, when I see you ask some of these same questions to people, it's always cool to know that you're asking this, but the answers are going to change. So it's like, it's almost like an experiment in a way. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, see, I see, I see the vision. I like to I see, because I, yeah. I feel like there's certain questions that apply to all creatives, and yeah. it could be so different. Right. It's like if I ask you what did you eat for breakfast this morning. If I ask hundred people what they ate, it's like yeah, you might get it. But it's like who cares? It's crazy. It's yeah. Like, yeah. But wow. it's like when you ask creatives, okay, what makes you creative? That's something that you have to keep asking all of them just to see, okay, is there some sort of perihelion aspect there? Are they yeah. doing? Are they all doing something specific that maybe you should start doing? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear you. Wow. Okay. Um, Mm. Yeah, you you asked some good questions, and that's why because I wasn't trying to fight necessarily what you do, but I was thinking you ask others this, so let me ask you. So I feel like it'd be yeah, cool to that hear what is you interesting. Say. Okay, I've never thought about what I would say though. I've always just thought like and I had a feeling. <laughs> that's yeah. why I was like, let's do it. What is your favorite piece of work that you've ever created, whether that be writing or a fashion? Take your time. Take your time. Because I mean, <laughs> honestly. There's so many things I want to be proud of in different categories. Mm-hmm. Like, I take a lot of pride in making sure my Instagram pictures look cute. Okay. Like, that's obvious. Like, okay. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's just something I've always loved. So it's like, when I made that April 2020 shoot, it was like, it came to me so quick. Yeah. And for it to have so much, like... Traction. So much traction. Like, honestly, even though there was marketing aspect behind it, I was like, this could be hit or miss. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't care. You never know when you have great work until you think of how it came about mm-hmm. and then what was the response to that. Because right. it's like... Like, you got to put it out. You got to do something with it. And so, it's yeah. like, that was a lot of fun. And it was so fun because it just came together so seamlessly. Like, I literally just hit Brooklyn. I'm like, I think I'm going to be, you know, around Cleveland, around Kent in about yeah. a couple, like, literally in, like, two days. Yeah. I was like, well, let's do I could either, no, I was literally just, I literally was just like, Brooklyn, I want you to be on this cover. And you can yeah. either style yourself, but I also have these two dresses that I haven't done anything with them. We could wear them together. I don't know. Yeah. And it was just like, she was like, yeah, let's just form them together. Who cares? Right. I'm like, at first I was like, maybe I should get a photographer, but then I was like, no. So I'm like. Oh, so you didn't have a photographer? No, I was like. I said, Brooklyn, can you just ask Colin if he could just take these pictures for us with oh, wow. the phone? Like, yeah. let's just get this done quick. It was honestly just for fun. I was like, this could be fun. Yeah. And then for me just having fun for it to go and get such a warm response. That's what I'm saying. I like, like hearing these stories because, you know, people get intimidated to do these, to do some things that they're very passionate about. Yeah. When sometimes it's just you having fun and you just want to try something and then it turns into something, it blossoms exactly. into something beautiful. Like I wasn't expecting you to even ask me about it. Oh, no. Nah. It's like, wow, we were literally just having fun. And, and then people just... paying attention. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I, w- I wanted to show you, like, you know, people see you. We see you and the work that you're doing. And uh, it's very inspiring because, like I said, when I saw when I saw it, I was like, dang. I got a friend that got a whole magazine. Because that was, that was literally the first thing I thought. I was like, it's a magazine. And then, of course, I'm thinking it's your brand. So, of course, the whole cover, I'm guessing you designed that, right? Uh, yeah. Right. So, that's what I'm saying. When, when you see stuff like that, it's like, dang, I wonder who did that. It's like, I did that. Like, you could do it, too. I think that's very inspiring. Yeah, because literally I wanted somebody. I was playing with the idea. And I literally asked on my Instagram story, like, does anybody know anybody that could edit like mm. a magazine, like make it like a magazine sort of thing? Like yeah. I got like no response, but like all these people saw it, I was like, right. I know y'all know somebody, and I'm like, if there's nobody that can do it, I guess, I guess I'm gonna have it. to download an app and figure out how to do it. And and then I bet nobody probably asked you about. It. They're like, dang, 
that's you know as far as the quality of it because it, when I look at it, I'm like dang that is nice because obviously I see you in the middle of it, I'm like dang this is that was, it was so cool it was so dope I thought it was amazing that is so good thank yeah, you for sure no like because yeah I hope Brooklyn hears this because Brooklyn and Colin because they're just oh yeah you can literally shoot. let them know let them know <laughs> all right what should we expect to see from you in the future. This is a question that I ask, and I literally have never thought about this one. Okay. <laughs> but I love what I hear when people tell me. Uh-huh. Seeing so from, your turn. from me in the future. Um, you'll be seeing me. I, I like to keep things very under wraps, but I do have things in the works as far as writing, as far as just just me. I don't, you know how I said I don't like to label myself a writer. Yeah. But, Mm-hmm. There as a, anything, so right. it's like there's something coming from under one of my pads. Okay, well, <laughs> can we see anything in the future? I'm gonna ask about what two things. So I'm guessing we can expect to see something from Perihelion yes. in the near future. Perihelion is okay. I and, love Perihelion right now. And then can we expect to see something maybe from the Messiah clothing in the near future? Definitely, okay. always. Okay, so you don't have to tell us none. That's but like you always. got that on tape. Boom. Cool. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> the Messiah clothing, that's just, that's Josh. Like, he yeah. always working. Right. Literally always working. So Ooh. it's like, yeah. And it never stops getting better. Because he's, he honestly, yeah, he I admire him so much. Because he just goes, mm-hmm. like, literally, he's like, he just wakes up and he's like, I got no idea. Boom. And yeah. I'm like, Yeah, I like okay. people like that. And I admire that because sometimes... Cause I, you know, I tend to have a lot of ideas, but right. it's like, what are your ideas if you're not doing anything with them? So people that will yeah, have an he idea just wakes up and he's like, okay, yeah, today on my on my schedule, I'm doing this, this, and this because I had this revelation last night. And I need to do this. Yeah, cause but like, that's him like every single day. That happens to me like every four months. Yeah, I aspire <laughs> to be like that because if you have an idea and you immediately act on it. Whether it works out or not, at least, you know, yeah. you did something with it. It's like, okay, at least I put this out there and I did something with it compared to, yeah, I had this idea seven years ago, but it never happened. Then somebody yes. else had the same idea and it just blows up. So it's like, you had an yeah. idea. Yeah, I would something. hate, it's just like, you don't want to live in regret. Exactly. I really admire people that are literally doing something with every day, making yeah. every day literally count. Because when, when they get to the finish line and they're, well, not even the finish line, or they reach a goal, they're like, wow, I literally did all the steps that I could possibly take to reach this. Yeah. And it happened. Right. And it's like, you feel people, fulfilled. Yeah, you just feel like, you just, you feel like you really align. Mm-hmm. Your ideas align with your actions. Everything's going good. Everything is right. I feel like a lot of anxiety really starts from people thinking they should be doing something, but they're, but they're actually doing something else. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Mm-hmm. If you just start doing what you think, okay. maybe what would happen? I feel oh, like, I get what, like if you okay, if it was something that you were thinking or planning on doing, then if you actually do something with it, then you'll feel better about yeah, that not, like actually right. feel the emotion. Yeah, okay. And see, like, is this just a feeling or is this like real? Like, is this something that's gonna fade in two hours? Or <laughs> honestly, you just have to know, like, what is it? Like, you gotta start listening to your gut. Mm, like, mm, people don't okay. go with their gut. Like, yeah. and I feel like it's just a lot of let what other people say get in their head or just like, this is a challenge that I might face when I try and do it. So I don't want to do it. Yeah. It's like, just go with your gut. Because honestly, if your gut is telling you to do something, chances are it's going to work out. Yeah, that's, like, that's biological too. Like if you feel bad, like let's say sometimes you don't, you just don't feel good. Sometimes a good, sometimes it's like in your gut. If your gut Literally. is clean, you feel good, you know, you feel better. So I you hear I all those saying. stories about people like. They're at a party and they're like, "Oh, I got this gut feeling and I left." And they get home and they realize the party got shot up. That happened. Like, that happened a few times in college. I was one of my first college parties. Actually, I was hanging out with some people and this one girl. She said, "Yeah, I don't have a good feeling about this." And when you hear when you hear that, just like as a friend, when you hear that, it's like, okay, now I don't like now I feel right. weird because it's like if you don't. But feel you good, realize when that feeling comes to you, it's coming to you because of what's going on around you. Yeah, it must come. It's, it must be coming for a reason. Yes, basically. but it's like. When it's coming from inside of ourselves, we tend to just brush it off. Like, if right. we get a gut feeling, but the only person that's worried is you, Yeah. it's like, you're like, I don't need to worry about that because it's just me. But exactly. it's like, it's not just you. Like, yeah, because when you're in those situations, it's like you're perceiving what's going on, but that's still just you. Right. But you got that gut feeling for a reason and it worked out. Yeah, because when my friend told, when she told us that, we left and then we heard about something that happened. Afterward, right. and then that happened. Um, unfortunately, that happened last year at an event, and some of my friends was like, "Yeah, I don't have a good feeling about this." 
So we left. And then we heard about what happened after we left. And we were like, wow. Yeah, that's you just got to start trusting yourself. Yeah. Like, because if you can trust all those other people you should be around you, you should yeah. be able to trust yourself. Exactly. See, you trusted them, and what you thought was going to happen, happened. Exactly. It's like, trust yourself. You actually know you. Like, exactly. You see, okay, you're speaking. Okay. All right. My next question is What is a piece of advice you give to someone starting a blog? <laughs> a piece of advice that I give to someone starting a blog would be okay you just gotta really make make it be you mm-hmm. like don't let it be something that don't really got nothing to do with you right cause it's like I care about fashion I care about the stuff that I'm writing but it's like if you start something and you know like oh like this makes a lot of money like there's lots of money in tech right now maybe I should start a tech blog yeah but it's like but you, you don't, don't care, care about, about tech yeah. at all and you're just like doing it it's like it's gonna feel like a job. Exactly, cause I again, like we've been like we both been saying, that for this, like this for me is something that I want to do, and I can tell that the blog is something that you want to do, cause I can tell in your writing. When I read it, I'm laughing. I'm like, okay, she's making me laugh. She wrote these words, like she must be feeling this, and I feel you through it. So yeah. I feel like what you're saying is very authentic and true to who you are, cause I think that you've definitely made yeah, you gotta, Hill you yours. have to have your own. Something that every English professor will tell you, which is why I, another mm-hmm. reason why I value an English degree, yeah. <laughs> um, is just you have to find your voice in your writing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You, you like what? Because we have to take different tones mm-hmm. when we write, so we have to write from the perspective of somebody that feels a certain type of way. Yeah. Make sure you're always writing from one voice. Mm-hmm. If you're a type of person that's scatterbrained all the time, me, mm-hmm. scatterbrained all the time, <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> Okay. I'm thinking like this, I'm thinking like that, and I'm thinking like, ah, oh. and like thinking in a million different ways, but when I write my blog, I have to write like as one voice. Mm-hmm. I can't be all over the place. I gotta yeah. write like one voice. And it's like, sometimes that voice will come and go, so you just write when you can, write when you can feel that voice. Mm-hmm. Like, always be comfortable when you're writing and being sort of the same. Yeah, you seem very comfortable. I, it gives me a consistency, and I, I love that, so I wanted to say I appreciate that. It's my pleasure. And then... This question, which I think is a very interesting question that you ask others, but if the world was yours for a month, what would it look like? <laughs> That's the title question. Mm-hmm. It's like they're parallelian, basically. Okay. Okay. But it's like, if the world was mine for a month, what would it look like? Again, the biggest question. I've never thought about it. <laughs> um, honestly, everybody would just be doing whatever they want. Like, I don't see a reason why people shouldn't just do what they want. Okay. I have no real specifics. As long as I can do whatever I want, I don't care. Everybody else can do whatever they want to. Like, who cares? Okay. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be specific because it's just like, I don't want to control. Because even if the world was mine for a month, everybody still lives here. Right. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> right. so like yeah. y- y'all just do what y'all want because I'm about to do what I want. Just don't get in my way and don't get into my family. That's something I think about too is like, okay, the world's mine, but y'all still here. Like, right. <laughs> we'd all have to have our own plan if the world was mine. But I get what you mean. Exactly. So yeah. I'm like, let's just have let's just have it to where everybody can get their way, but nobody's making a harder way for nobody else. Mm. Like, and something that, again, how we kind of spoke on how it was like an experiment earlier, I think it was interesting how I saw a few people say something either kind of along the lines of what you were just saying as far as either doing what, they, doing what people want to do or, like, I think, who was it? I think it was... Jojita, is that how you say it? Yeah. Jojita, okay. I think he said people just doing them. I was yeah. like, I can see that. And then I thought it was interesting as well. Jojita's cool. I don't even yeah. remember that, but that sounds like something he said. Yeah. yeah. And then other just people, people doing them. I saw some other people talk about how they would change money or they wouldn't have to worry about money. I think I was Cece like, that said was that. I think she said that she would have a different currency. Like everybody buys things in candy and chips. And I, thought, I think Paja did too. I can't remember it off the top of my oh, head. Oh, what was Paige's title? I can't remember. We it need was, a reset. Well, yeah, we need a reset. He wanted. He, he said, said something about everybody doing shrooms on the beach. Or he something. said everybody would be like naked, just yeah. living life, vibing. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, was, he was serious. Like yeah. the funny part is that people like have to understand that those people aren't just typing to me. Like they're yeah. they're, they're speaking yeah. in their they're real saying this to you. Yeah. in their real voice. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny because I'm just like, it's like it's just people that I just. You wouldn't. You don't know what to expect when people say that, yeah. and you just see how they say it. But then you go read it, and yeah. you're like, "That's funny." Exactly. Like, yeah. 
So I just wanted to make sure I asked you some of these questions because I had a feeling that as the typical, usually as the interviewer, you ask these questions to them. Um, and I was like, maybe you haven't thought about these for yourself. So let me hear these from you in real time yeah. from your voice. So I thought it was really cool that I got a chance to have you as doing. a guest. So yeah, but did you, you got any questions for me or anything like that? Or mm. you don't have to. Did you wonder if there was anything else that was on your mind before we wrapped up? That was all. Uh, who's your favorite designer, Dre? My favorite designer? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, I feel like I'm ill-equipped for this. I think one designer that I've always thought was cool was Dapper Dan. Mm, okay. I think uh, I'm probably gonna sound. At least be, you know what Dapper Dan is. Yeah, I'm, I feel like when I'm gonna be very. Major. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm kind of inaccurate with this, but. But I how think, do you feel like? Do you feel like you have a better? You think going to Kent State gave you a better sense of fashion overall? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember. I, oh man, I went in, and somewhat I started to realize my style start to change yeah. once I got I to Kent. I always wonder what Kent is like for people who aren't in the fashion, because yeah. I know for somebody that is, it just feels like. Oh, yeah, like, like I found my ground. people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, but I'm like, there's man. people that came to Kent. Not and for that at all. Not for that at all. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I don't know. It's just yeah. like one of those things where it's like, I wonder how they feel about, you know. Like, right. how has it, has it inspired them? Like, when they go to a party and they see everybody's no, more def- well-dressed than they will me. be at a different saw, college? It definitely inspired me because I saw a lot of people that they would just be going to class. It would be something simple. But I'm like, dang, that... That's different. Right. How do I do that? Or how do you do that? Kent is the only campus where you can get inspiration just walking through campus. Like, you're bound to get it. Because, yeah. like, you're going to see something that you've never seen before on your way to class. Right. Like, Tuesday, 10 a.m., and you see somebody, like, full leather flare pants. Yeah. <laughs> like, people would really be drip or drown. Like, and I'm going to class so chilling. Much. I would have my few days a week. Like, I think if I had... I think typically toward the end of the week, that's when I would try to dress. It's like, I'm feeling good. The I week is it. over. I'm going to show y'all something. But nah, other than that. To be honest, I prioritize my outfits so much. My mm. freshman year, like a freshman and sophomore year. Well, You have to establish yourself. I said, <laughs> I was just like, because like, honestly, in high school, I'd always dress like me. Like I always dressed the same, just in different aesthetics. Yeah. Like talk about. But I've always been risk-taking, always been just Wearing things that I thought were abnormal that I've never seen before, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, in high school, I kind of felt, like, out of place. Because I was like, damn, am I doing too much today? Mm-hmm. Like, look, I'm doing too much, but whatever. But yeah. it's like, when I, like, so I always do it. But I would low-key just feel like I was standing out. Right. But when I got to Kent, I felt like, I'm not standing out anymore. I can take even bigger risks. Like, yeah. nobody's going to care. Like, yeah. And it's just like, I feel like I was just risk-taking every day. Because I'm like... The most somebody's gonna do is say they like my outfit. Right. And right. But nobody's gonna look at me like I'm weird. Like yeah. nobody would look at me like I was strange. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like that's a time where we're finding ourselves, still figuring some people, you know, we're still figuring out who we are. So why not try that through how we express ourselves with our clothes? So yeah. Yeah, I get exactly. That. So but it's like if that's already something that you just love, it's like going to Kent just makes it ten times better. Yeah. Like, cause you're just like, not only do you look good and see yourself taking risk or reaching your style perihelion or whatever you want to say but you see other people doing the same thing Mm -hmm. and it's just like wow like i feel so at peace yeah like like we're going through it together (laughs) yeah i going to kent definitely showed me some things i definitely felt like i started to pay a little more attention to fashion i started to realize how intricate it was how interesting it was because i would see people drawing what croquis right yeah croquis you know i'll be like what is that just seeing all that but seeing so many people really caring about how they look and realizing that that is because to me music is like one of my biggest forms of expression or i'm always Mm. you know i'm always dancing you know everybody know that whatever but seeing how people express themselves through what they wear i started to pay more attention to that and i was Mm. like wow yeah it's a lot of people that do that and really care about it and like i said dapper dan is somebody that i know of because i think he would basically take something simple and kind of beautify it in like black styles mm-hmm. in a way i feel like that's like my like best in way streetwear to... yeah yeah and i would look at that i was like and i remember he was one of the first stylists i heard of as far as doing something like that kind of in black culture i think and that's that's the name i know dapper dan mm-hmm. is just it's a dope name and yeah i pay attention <laughs> to him and he has a partnership with with gap gap yeah i was like oh yeah so it's cool to see somebody like him do something like that because it's like Again, something that you love, something that you stay consistent with, mm-hmm. it can take you to great places. 
But yeah, I'm I'm glad that you were a guest on the highlight room. I'm glad <laughs> I was able to have you. I'm glad that we were able to discuss your perihelion as well. And Thanks. I guess you could say that this is mine. So yes. yeah. So again, oh, so happy. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to give you this time to you know shout yourself out, tell people where they can find you, find your work, all that stuff. And what's your Instagram? Um, Shatera dot Sparks. Shatera is S H E T E R R I A, and then Sparks is the usual way. And then my website is Perihelion P E R I H E L I O N one 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 dot Wixsite dot com. I'm going to link the, the Perihelion, and I'll definitely put her Instagram in there and everything. But, again, thank you so much, Shatera, for being, I guess, on the highlight reel. Like so I said, thank you, you for are me. no problem. You are creative that I've been paying attention to, and I appreciate the work that you do, and I know that I'm not the only I one that does. I appreciate the work that you do, too, Jariah. Definitely a powerful that. entity on campus, for sure. I appreciate that. So, again, thank you to the listener for tuning into this episode of the Highlight Reel, and we'll see y'all next time. Peace My out. Pleasure. Have a good day. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Highlight Reel. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review it wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure to follow us at The Highlight Reel Official on Instagram for any of your questions, comments, or topic ideas. And you can also connect with me, your host, on Instagram and Twitter at Jariah W. Thanks for listening.